What's up guys, welcome to today's money. Thank you for listening, I appreciate you being here. If you'd like to watch the video version of this podcast, there's a link for that in the description. And if you wanna jump right into the podcast, skip the next 30 seconds of ad space. Yeah. So, how are you? Why don't you give everybody a quick update and catch them up on how you're feeling, where we're at, we're settling in, we're almost a little over a month now in Florida. Yeah. Yesterday was the fourth, or no, today's the sixth. Yeah, two days ago. So yeah, a month now. I'm good. Life is good. I feel like um, we always talk about like, well, we had talked about this a couple of days, like consciously engineering your life. It's like, this is the life that I've wanted. And now here we are. So it's like, poof, hello. So it's an interesting way to put it. And I think that'll tie in well, actually, to the topic that we said we're going to talk about for today's video, which is like balancing your life and really what does it mean to truly be an entrepreneur and a trader or an entrepreneur in general, right? Right, and what the true lifestyle looks like. (laughs) Right, and I think that the free time that you get is a topic that we have to touch on. So since you're enjoying life, I'm enjoying life down here in Florida. I think um, we are some type of a model that some people are looking at and trying to follow. So for me right now, where I can look back and bring value to those people is to tell them the areas that I feel like I've struggled with or the areas that we've struggled with as we've pushed forward down this digital entrepreneur's journey. When I say that, are there any areas that you think of initially of like, oh, that was something we had to work through together to kind of get through? Because I think of a couple. Really? Off the bat? Yeah. Uh, I feel like the biggest one would be like figuring, not even figuring out how to work together, but just having a system to where you like there's so many moving parts and I think having a system of understanding every single moving part and where everything is at at every stage is like super important I think that ties into what I was going to say because I was going to mention how like you have to learn especially when you're working with your significant other you have to learn how to like balance each other's time and respect each other each other's time really really well yeah to the point where you have to almost like over communicate and that was something that I wasn't good at because I was so used to running on my own so for a lot of people that are like solo entrepreneurs and then whether they work with their other uh, their boyfriend or girlfriend or whatever or they work with just a regular business partner if you go from being alone to then having to work with someone else it can get a little weird you know what I mean because you can't just keep all the ideas in here you have to share them and that was something that I would struggle with with you for example especially for the guys that wake up early with us I'd be up four hours five hours before you yeah that's a whole day man there's a whole bunch of crap going on like you've missed a whole you know what I mean it's like I gotta catch you up but that was something that I had to get better at so do you remember what I started to do you used to text me exactly <laughs> especially when we didn't live together updates, yeah. i would just update you as soon as you needed to know things i would just update you i mean that goes back a while we've lived together for a good amount of time now but that was one thing that we worked through are there any other areas that you could recommend or give some advice to that we've that you think about that we've struggled with well i feel like working together like with your significant other is i think we should save that for a podcast in and of itself because there's so many different areas we could talk on about that sure Um, But as for just areas of like the entrepreneurial lifestyle, I would say that something you and I both day to day continue to still work on is remembering why we entered the entrepreneur journey in the first place. And that's finding those times to actually enjoy our time. Because I think you and I both get stuck in like the overworking where we just go, 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 go. And we don't want to sit back because when all your work is digital, you just get caught up in it and you love it so you just keep going at it sometimes you'll even have to say to me like hey blink 
take a break, like go do something else. Or I'll be like, let's go do this today. So I think pulling yourself away is also a challenge in and of itself, which seems. It seems like you wouldn't, it wouldn't be a challenge because you get into this for the free time for that for a lot of people. Yeah. And it's not that I don't love growing a business with you and working with people all around the world, but it's also that I value my 24 hours in a day. I was watching some Gary Vee videos this morning and it's like, he loves building businesses and he loves working 18 hour days and not spending as much time with his wife as I like spending with you, I think. And it works out well that we're also business partners. So everybody has to, you know, you have to figure out what you want individually first. Like what yeah. does your 24 hours look like? But for me and you, I think the reason that we work well as a couple and the reason we work well as business partners is because our 24 hours, we wanted them to look very similar. Yeah. And now moving down here to Florida where we can be at the beach where we both I was thinking about it yesterday when we were at the beach. I was like, we really do love the beach, I think, more than most people. You know what I mean? We could be there every day almost. So at least at this point in our life, like it's that important to us. So it made sense to be here, which then when we pull ourselves away from the desk, pull ourselves out of the office, you can go and enjoy that time and have that. And I think part of that, like a step before that would be even having an office area. Like I didn't have an office area in my first house. No, you didn't. So it's very hard to separate work from everything else your office was in your kitchen slash living room slash all in one room (laughs) we talked about this the other day those were the days where i was saving as much money as i could not that i'm not now but it was just a different type of money that i was saving you know what i mean so i didn't need anything more i knew i could work in the kitchen and work and you know i I didn't need more you know all those memes with like oh whatever company started in a garage and this company started in, <laughs> in, in a dorm room. Hey, Yours is going to be like in a, a South Philly kitchen, a little rabbit hole apartment. shack in South Philly. <laughs> I know. And you guys could probably go on the internet and still see videos from the, cause we filmed a couple of videos in that apartment. I'm so glad we have that apartment tour video. I just showed someone the other day of our video. Yeah. Why? Why are you glad? Because I was showing them your little rabbit hole. Oh really? <laughs> yeah. You, you even see the red, I have solo cups in them too. The joke about the red solo cups is I used to use those to like hold my toothbrush because I didn't think I needed like a fancy toothbrush holder. It was just a different time. You know what I'm saying? Men. Yeah. I mean, I'm still that way (laughs) with some things now, but. um, Sorry, was that sexist? No, it's fine. It's true. (laughs) I think more guys are like that than girls, but it's always, you know, just priorities. My my mind and my money were not focused on a pretty toothbrush holder. It was focused on putting it back into Facebook ads, putting it back into the trading account or whatever I needed to do, you know? Yeah. Um, So. Back to the idea about balancing your lifestyle and growing into it as like growing into the entrepreneur within you. I had to mention this to one of the guys I had a call with earlier this week. Um, I was just saying to him, like, you have to remember that being an entrepreneur means that you're going to do things that most people don't agree with or don't understand, especially at first. So you're going to have to be okay with that. And one of the questions that we got um, when we posted that we were doing this video was, about blocking out negativity and stuff like that. So as an entrepreneur, I think one of the phases you have to like grow through almost is that understanding of detaching from everybody else and and their opinions and their judgments and their thoughts about whatever you're doing or whatever you've done. Because at some point they all do come back around if what you're doing really does bring value and really does become successful. So it's like you have to get through that step, I think, as an entrepreneur, just like as a trader. People are never going to agree with you when you say to them, for the most part, that you want to be a trader, that you want to make money trading. They're going to be like, nope, you're going to lose money. It's a scam, blah, blah, blah. You know what I mean? So in the same way, you have to step into it. So as a, a trader, you have to really remember you are an entrepreneur. You are your own business person, especially if you're taking it seriously. And, you know, you're trading as a business like we are. You have, for us, multiple businesses, but people that are taking this professionally, taking it seriously, you are an entrepreneur. It's a business. You're a business owner, you know? And I think a lot of the time traders disconnect from that. 
I would totally agree with you. And if you're a trader that has done a one-on-one with me, you'll definitely be able to understand this reference. Um, but in a way, it's almost like as a trader slash entrepreneur, you have to kind of find your little flame that's going to guide you and don't let anybody diminish it and I put like it that. in a jar because then the jar is what protects it. So it's like blocking out the negativity is like having the jar around your flame once you know what lights your flame. So it's like, just keep going. How do you help people in your calls find their flame? Because not everybody has their flame. Right. That not everybody has their flame. Not everybody just knows what fuels their flame. They get very diminished. Say that again. Everybody has their flame. Yep. But they don't know what fuels it. What does that mean? So I think that some people are very lost in um, their own minds and just understanding what they actually want out of life Hmm. because they're not being asked questions that kind of get to, well, what is my flame? And I'm not going to go over exactly what I do with them on here um, because that is reserved for them. However, I ask them a series of questions, just put them in a very comfortable, vulnerable spot. And through questioning, we kind of get there on our own. Well, they do. They tell me about it and then they act so surprised. It's kind of a it's a cool moment to see them realize it themselves with just being asked questions about who they are, what they like. Is it similar to their why? Very, very similar. So they, that's like the flame. Y- yeah. Okay. Your, your why, your flame, it's kind of just like your internal, almost like your internal voice. What's pushing you forward? What do you hear that just doesn't go away? Do you find that most of the people that you're talking to, they like are already entrepreneurial, whether they have other businesses or do you find that most people? For the most part, yeah. yeah? Like, yeah. can you give me an example? Um, Maybe not necessarily if they have their own businesses already, but a lot of them have, like that is their plan. They want to use their trading account to fund XYZ business or a lot of situations are their parents are in businesses. So they have this entrepreneurial upbringing to where they feel like they want to manage their own money and not be ever um, tight on cash flow. So then they get into this world of trading for entrepreneurial reasons. Interesting. And then as that grows, I think at least what I've seen is not only do they have more free time, but they also have more capital than to put to work in other businesses. You know what I mean? So it can yeah. be more diverse than they even imagined. At least that's how it is for me. You know what I mean? If you would have told me a couple of years ago that I would be able to put money where we're putting money now, I probably would have been like, that's kind of a stretch because I didn't think that it would make sense to diversify. My, I think I was too close minded then. But yeah. now as you start to generate a little bit more cash flow through the trading, you can look at other businesses. And if you have that entrepreneurial mindset, like I was saying, if you accept that you're an entrepreneur and you take on everything that that comes with the negativity and the doubt from other people you take that on then as an entrepreneur when you make more money as a trader you're going to be ready to move that money into somewhere else not just sit on it as cash that would be the dumbest thing to do you know what i'm saying even i don't know did you see the text message i sent in our group chat about the marcus account losing interest no but i know that that happened (laughs) i mean like if you go back five even ten years like the interest was eight nine percent on some of those online savings accounts but now the marcus account that we have it's down to 0.8 percent even when we <laughs> opened it it was 1.5 1.7 so it's now half and that was not even a year yeah. ago yeah like what six months ago yeah so the interest is just going lower and lower which is just um it's it's tough for me because then it makes me think like as an entrepreneur where do i move the money right but to, that's the beautiful to, so it doesn't thing lose value like in order to be a successful trader and entrepreneur, mm-hmm. open-mindedness is obviously a huge key to that. Of course. And that's also what's so fascinating to me is 
all of the different reasons that people have for their trading account. You know, like even in just this conversation right here, mm. what you and I do with our trading account is totally different than other people's ideas sure. of what they want to do with it. And I think that's cool too, because it'll, it just allows more opportunity to, Hey, you're able to generate this cash flow. Now, where do you want to put it? What do you want to do with what it? What do you want to do with it? That's a question for you. For me, my thoughts instantly kind of go to retirement. Um, but it's retirement for you. Just always having that security, you know, to where I don't have to worry about a job. I guess like in a way I'm reliving the retired life right now, you know, I mean like right now you don't worry about it. Nothing's different. So what would that would, that's the tough thing that I think about too. When I think about retirement, like what does it actually look like? Because I would want to still be trading. I love trading. Yeah. Um, the only thing standing in our way is your student loan debt. Once that's cleared within the next year, there's no debt. Business has no debt. Where, what's retirement? As long as the business continues to generate cash flow. We'll we just, live in Florida now. We're living the retired we, we, life. We bought tennis rackets. We're like old people for real. I know. But, I just need a pair of new balances. I don't have people, any new balances. Retirement isn't their first thought. And I instantly, this one trader sticks out to me to where he said that he wanted to actually use his trading funds to start a boxing gym for right. low income people. I knew yep, that's what you're saying. To where even if the um, gym, like the boxing gym wasn't profitable, he would use his trading, trading account. Yeah. Just so, cause he really wants open. to give back and help the people well, and just make about boxing too. cheaper. And that, like when he said that to me, I was like, that is so just genuine. And I love that. Cause it's so open-minded to what you really can do with a trading account. Like it doesn't have to be always for retirement, Yo, you mean, know, or I for, know listen, you don't follow the news, but Tim Sykes, the penny stock guy that I've he was the first course I bought like six years ago. First videos I'd ever seen about trading. He just donated a million dollars to children in Yemen. And all the traders in the community on Twitter were like, good for you, Tim. Good for you. He, he matched, he put 500 grand of his own trading profits into it. That's so crazy. the other 500 to That's get awesome. to the million was um, donations. So things like that, I think are becoming more and more appealing to me. And I never really thought about them uh, before this year. So now that I have the time and a little bit more of the financial capability, it's like, how do I do stuff like that? I want to learn about the correct way to start a charity. So it is in my name and I actually can oversee where the money's going and I can control that. Cause I wouldn't feel good posting about inst- on Instagram and, um, raising money for something and then not knowing where that money's actually going. I just wouldn't yeah. feel good about that. You know what I mean? Where if it was us, but anyway, the reason that this even matters is because as an entrepreneur, these are the things that you can think about. You know what I mean? So it's um, it's interesting too to think about retirement again. Going back to your point there, because, like you said, what does retirement really look like? So for you, there's a is there a number in your head? Like the way you said it made it seem like there was a number because you were like, not having to worry. But what do you worry about now? I'm not worried about anything now, but it's because we're still actively doing it. So if there were to ever be a point in life where one of us couldn't be trading, mm. that we would have. Mm enough, whatever that looks like, or a, a means to, to generate income elsewhere, you know, set up all of our baskets to where yeah. if we wanted to just fully put our foot on the gas and be like, I'm Me, never actually on the break. Yeah. On the break. <laughs> I'm never actually working, you know, in my life again, that it would be okay. Yeah. I mean, cause some people not think that, that, that we're not day, doing anything now. Right, I mean, you guys that, don't understand. Like Riley works hours sometimes. It's just different for an, e- just for two or three emails. Like they take her tens of hours. 50, you know, a hundred hours sometimes to put together just a couple emails for the funnel that we're working on. So there's a lot of moving parts 
to run this business that you can't just step away from. But you're saying when you step away from them, that would be more like retirement. Retirement so, in the sense, like if we were to actually retire right now, like yeah. we don't have enough to live the rest of no, our life. No, you know no, what I, right. So that's more of what I mean right. when I say I retirement. Because we're still so young. Like, sure. Yes, we're living the retired life. But when you talk about an amount, it's I not, guess it means- We're just living a decent life. Right. That's really Amount in the sense to where right. we would be okay the well, rest of our life. I, I, I'm trying to think about it more in cash flow too. Like if I can put more money into things like trading that generate income, that right. generate a return, yep. then, then I know, okay, I'm going to get 6% on average here. You know what I mean? I'm going to get 13% on average here, whatever. You know, And then from there, you could also make determinations about what- kind of all in that return what you would have to live off of so you could even build it that way but i think it comes from cash flow i don't like the idea for retirement of like put your money in this mutual fund and hope that it does well i just can't do that like i'm 25 imagine what it's going to be like when i'm 50 even just another lifetime of me which i'm probably going to live three more of them one more lifetime of everything that i've done to this day imagine where things are going to be a little silly analogy that like just came to my head is almost like um, imagine if like you had a seed to try and plant a garden and you just went out and like threw it in the grass one day and like hoped for the best versus actually building your garden and maintaining it yourself and knowing that you're watering it properly, you know, and keeping all of the critters out and stuff to actually grow versus just, Oh, I'm going to hope it grows. And and is, it's a silly analogy. It, but it's, it's silly, it's but that's fitting. like instantly where my brain yeah. went of like an easy way to comprehend kind of what people are doing. They're just throwing it and hoping for the best directing our conversation slightly differently here do you have any when people ask you if you have any tips for them um on the branding side of things because you're really the 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 brainchild behind the asfx branding the brainchild <laughs> bro people still don't even realize that i tried to do this on my own and then with a couple other companies and it, it just didn't work for four years that's okay they don't need to right that was pre-ASFX, pre-you know, pre yeah. you stepping in and helping redo the branding. So when people ask, like, do you have any tips to, in terms of, and not like, oh, use all the same font. <laughs> like, what do you got that's, that's what, more than that? You know, anything? It's so individual. I think that is something that is really important with branding is the brand actually has to stand for what your company stands for. Okay. Um, a lot of people I feel like don't understand their company's why back to the why. Um, not only do you have a why, but your company also has a why or your, a mission. And I think understanding that and then creating a brand that if your brand were turned into a human and you gave it a personality, it would fit what your mission or what your why is saying. Like you want to make it all cohesive. So from a psychological standpoint, people can look at your brand and be like, yep, this is what they stand for. It's very recognizable. I, it's not confusing to me what they offer. Um, what when you're trying to get that message across? Is it, you know, as simple as fonts, colors, and things like that? Yes, that but, matter so but much. No, like the easy answer would be like, of course, you want to have a font style that right. you that you like. Um, you want to have a color palette. You want to have um, a logo. You want to have staple images that people are used to seeing. Right. Um, a slogan. You know, right. little things that people can almost like little triggers of when they see it, they hear it, they automatically recognize it. You want your brand to be super recognizable and something that'll stick with you. I feel like what's worked really well for us is just been the consistency. Because I was looking even at our YouTube analytics. Oh, so yeah. For people that don't know, like I said, we just started doing 
even YouTube was in only in January. It's in a, now it's August. We're almost at 7,000 subscribers. Now I know 7,000 to some people is not going to seem like a lot, but for us going from zero to 7,000 being, it's I mean, not a lot for the people that haven't tried to do it yet. <laughs> yeah, I mean, go try to do it and then let us know what you think. Remember how we had the countdown app on our phone when we were like, Oh, we're so close to being able to run ads. Cause being able to even put ads on our videos was a big milestone for us. Cause yep. for, I mean, being an entrepreneur, I'm looking at YouTube like a business. Yep. So even comparing the YouTube entrepreneurship to the trading entrepreneurship, like I'm going to put in all this time to study my trading and become a great trader. Okay, great. Then the return is going to be good trading results. Well, I'm not going to spend all this time getting good at editing videos, buying all this expensive equipment and doing all these things for the trading community. If I'm not going to then do it to get paid as well for my time, because my time is still valuable. Going back to what I said about owning my 24 hours, that's Mm -hmm. the entrepreneur in me. So if I'm going to spend four hours a day while I'm living in beautiful Florida, editing videos and working on videos, I want to run ads and get paid on them. So that was a big milestone for us with the YouTube stuff. And then I was looking at that YouTube like a business from when we started in January. And now just seeing that growth, I think it's really motivating, at least for me. And I think it only comes from solid branding, right? Because when we make our thumbnails, we make our descriptions, our tag, it's all solid, cohesive, like you said. And then that kind of carries through. So I think where most people lack, at least where I was lacking, isn't in sales or isn't in anything else. I think if your product is good enough, it'll sell. People will talk about it. We don't have salespeople. It's just me and you. I think where people, especially the digital entrepreneur, lacks is in the branding, is in the cohesiveness of the message and the mission. Everybody knows that we don't do signals. Everybody knows that we're just about trying to educate people to get them trading on their own. Why? Right. Because the branding is it's clear everywhere. I'm not just screaming it. The branding itself screams it. And I think that's hard to get across. And no. with the branding, the details do matter. The smallest of details, like they matter. It might Definitely. seem so silly in, in the moment and some even like a little bit nuancy, but is that the right word? Yeah. Yeah. Nuance. I just added my own little ending to it. It's okay. We know what you meant. <laughs> um, it so matters. Like I said, even down to always making sure you use the same font. You know, if your color is red, like ours, for instance, making sure it's the exact color red every single time you use it, not just like one that's close to it. Definitely makes all the difference. Do you have any other tips for digital entrepreneurs or entrepreneurs in general that are working with a couple? Kind of going back to what we spoke about in the beginning. Um, Because those are good tips for the branding. Now, when you're working with someone else, even if they're just a friend, which I don't recommend going into business with your friends, because remember that quote I showed you? It's like, if you go into business with a friend, you'll end up losing the friend and you'll end up losing money. Whereas if you just say (laughs) no, you just lose the friend. So at least you don't lose the money. Yeah. Yeah. So any tips for people that are working with their significant other? Like, how do you deal with me? I would say the number one thing that comes to mind is just communicate. I don't think there's anything that can't be worked through just with simple communication. What's an issue that we've had to work through? The first thing I think of is when we were breaking up with the company that I was with before. But that was something. The way you first started wording that, I was like, what are you talking about? (laughs) (laughs) I know, not not that we're breaking up. (laughs) Like what? No. It's hard because we've never really had. Yeah, that wasn't really an issue though. I mean, maybe in your mind, but. (laughs) No, it's not. That's what I'm saying. It's hard to think of any issues. I would say learning each other's work styles, especially because you're somebody that's super speedy. I'm more slow um, because like no. I care more about the details. Um, you're more just pushing content, which I think the combination of that together works really well. Um, but within that too, like I said, learning how each other works, like for you, for instance, you always like to know um where all the pieces are back to what I said about the system, you know, because you're the one that kind of is always making sure that the ship is being driven forward. Um, 
things like that. So it took a little bit for me to understand how you wanted that communication because I'm somebody to where I don't want to tell you every little thing I'm doing of Riley wants me to just say, get this done. And then she puts it on the list and right. then it, it's done. <laughs> so we've tried a couple of different things. We had the whiteboard for a little bit of yep. writing down in different colors, like who was doing what. So mm-hmm. we both know, um, where it was at. And I know, uh, for those of you that are entrepreneurs, this conversation might seem a little bit like so far up each other's ass, but it kind of is when you're building a business together and there's moving parts, like you have to know what's going on where. So we did the whiteboard thing for a little bit, but then once things got more in motion, we kind of both, um, like you have your journal and I have mine, but I use mine online. So like we both can see each other's and it's almost like where we communicate to, to, if you need something, you'll just put it on there quick and we kind of use that now to go back and forth and we like talking like yeah. we like sharing ideas and yeah we like, like we have different offices together. but we're still in each other's offices multiple times a day yeah so i think you have to like communication and you have For to sure. like working with the other person first you and have to like the other person you're working with right. i think that's a start well it's cool because friendship you, relate like whatever just get along well you believed in me longer than most people you know so like you've believed in me and what we've been trying to do for a long time so when i know that it's easy to communicate with that it's easy to talk to it's easy to share everything with somebody that believes in what you're trying to do so i think it's just about finding people that believe in it not saying to go out and have a serious conversation about your with your boyfriend or girlfriend and question their belief in you but maybe you need to because i think (laughs) they got to be down to ride you know what i'm saying even the guy that we were just talking to in south africa this week we both had a call with him his girlfriend he's like is it okay that my girlfriend's my best friend i'm like dude riley's my best friend and look what we're doing together. So it's really just a matter of who, like how much belief do they have in you? Are they worth your time? And then what are you going to do together? So for us, I feel like the workspace stuff is definitely something that we have worked on and figured out. I feel like the dividing of roles, we've done pretty well, like between like I suck at the books. You do really well with the books, um, with the content creation and the video editing. I do it fast. I do it pretty well. You don't do it that fast because you just haven't had practice with it. So why would I ask you to edit videos? Same thing with thumbnails. You do great thumbnails. If I'm overwhelmed, I ask you, we work that off. Emails, I suck at the email funnel. So you take care of that while I'm focused on the trading and actually making the money trading. So we work, you know, and we balance each other out. But as we're coming to the end, are we going to see you trading soon? Can everybody get excited to see you Actually, in the group chat, actually, you know, trading with us because that's what the word on the street is. I mean, I like to be low key about most things that I do in my life, but I've thought about coming a little bit more forward with that side. I feel like you should. You have experience with traders now, not only helping me, but also helping. Have we reached 100 yet? We're probably pushing close to 100 people from the VIP that have done calls with you. So you've seen a lot of the psychological issues that traders have gone through. You've taken the courses before. I think like you just need a refresher. And now with like your newfound knowledge of what other people are struggling with, you should do great. Yeah. I think Riley just wants to do it to see if she can beat me <laughs> and and generate a higher rate of return over the course of a year than me. We could have a challenge. We could do a YouTube every day, a live stream, you and me trading. And we could, you could be in your office. I'll be in my office with sweatbands. We'll be screaming at the screens and yelling at each other. When we're married, it'll be like the battle of the silvers. It'll be intense. You can be, I want to be the bullish silver. You can be the bearish. To end the video really quick. <laughs> I think it's just important that we talk about what's going on right now. Bitcoin almost back at 12,000, right? I think we we need a whole episode for crypto and metal. Silver right now, 2816, up about 4.5% today. Gold over 2,000, 2,060 per ounce. So do you remember when we were back two years ago talking about gold at 1270, now to 2,000? Yep. Imagine what it's going to be like when our kids see it. Like I remember 20, making 000, that thumbnail. 25,000, yeah, I know, right? <laughs> So like it was yesterday. Yeah, let us know. Do you want to hear a full episode next? You want to do crypto and we can do some gold 
and some silver, talk about some metals. Let yeah. us know what you guys think. Drop a comment down below. We'll definitely make sure to cover that for you. I think that there's a lot that we could uh, we could go into there. But today's video was good. I'm glad that we got these tips out. Hopefully, it helps those of you that are trying to start your own business, get your own brand going. If we didn't go deep enough in an area that you wanted us to, comment below. Let us know. I was know. just going to say that. Yeah, we could go deeper. Because we sure. skimmed the surface on a lot of things that we. But could that was the idea. On. I wanted to just cover those questions because we submitted those things, and yeah, now we did it. So. Make sure you guys subscribe. We appreciate you very much. We'll see you in the next video. See ya. Thank you for listening to Today's Money. If you want to check out the video that goes along with this episode, there's a link in the show notes. Now, make sure you subscribe on whatever platform you're listening to so you don't miss any future episodes. And if there's anything that I can do to help you along your trading journey, please reach out to me. My contact info is in the description as well. Thank you very much, and I'll see you in the next episode.